culture in it and it's mm, damn it leche <laughs> whole milk skim milk medium milk i have nipples greg could you milk could me? You milk me hi and welcome back to age like milk the podcast where we decide if a film has gone bad in the mind fridge of your mind i am one of your hosts paris Hebert taylor and with me as always is my good friend david william rogers hello and <laughs> is that noise? I don't know. I'm trying, that was my kangaroo. Kangaroo uh, human, hybrid. human hybrid. Dear God. <laughs> well, David, today, so occasionally we'll get together, we'll watch the film, and then we'll we'll record. It seems to only happen with cult classic type movies. I think yeah. I think we watched Interstellar all together. That was the only exception. But thanks did killing. We? Did we not? No, I think just okay. Thanks just killing. thanks killing. So yeah. it is just the culty ones. Yeah. Um, and then we're we're diving into it. So. <laughs> Today's film, David, what is it? Tell we, me. The film we are doing today is Tank Girl, 1995, rated R. Okay. Jeez. Director, Rachel Talale, great last name. Writers, Alan Martin, uh, who was part of the comic strip, and then Jamie Hewlett, comic strip also, and Teddy Sa. Rafian. Okay. So, great yeah. name pronunciation. So this was, um, <laughs> this was like a. Tank Girl is a comic, like look like three, like a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like a couple people were all over the rights to this. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like a British comic, UK comic uh, that these two people worked on, um, got the rights, bought, and then they they made it into a movie. This movie, in fact, <laughs> which yes. is the first time I'm seeing it. And you? Oh, yes. yes. Uh, first time I heard of it. So, yes. You text me like, hey, let's, you know, let's record. What about these couple movies? Um, I was like, okay, Tanker, never heard of it. I said, let's get weird. And we did. We did. <laughs> we, we, did. we just got done watching this movie. So basically, yeah, we don't watch movies that often together. It is really fun when we do, but... Um, it's a special experience when you do because you try not to say too much during the movie, but like you definitely, I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And then we would just laugh. And yeah. it also, I feel like it always takes longer when you're watching a movie, in my opinion, because like I'll pause it and I have to get up to use the bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever. So um, yeah. But and a little different scenario because we got pretty tipsy during um, Thanks, Kill- uh, Thanks Killing. Killing and we did, we did not drink. Sober, yes. Which I'm halfway through the movie, I was like, maybe we should have got. Maybe we should have been drinking. This, this is definitely yeah. a movie I wish we all watched together, like a big group of us, mm-hmm. because it's so. Maybe we can convince people to do like a screening of it. Although I need to give it a beat because yeah, I don't think I can was, watch that for a while. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, let's talk. It, yeah, yeah, let's talk about it. So it's 1995. Um, I think it's your turn to do the synopsis. <sighs> so try and keep it. You know, <laughs> just it. distill it. You know, okay, because there's a right. lot going on. You could talk for like 10 minutes yeah, right now. I, I normally feel like, you know, when I get into these, I'm, I'm pretty good uh, linear wise. Mm-hmm. I, uh, let's just trying happens. to figure out. Yeah. How to say so it. you get the, you got this girl, she's tank girl and she's kicking it with a bunch of, I'll call them hippies or rebels as this 
nefarious group, Water and Power, right? So everybody's got the Water and Power company in their cities, their states. And this Water and Power company, this is 20, based in 2033, they control probably 98% of the water um, in this region. And they're just, you know, assholes. They control the water and the power. This group um, that, you know, our hero, Lori Petty, who's Tank Girl, um, her and her crew, like, pump it out of the ground. They're not supposed to because the Water and Power Company, um, they run shit around these parts, right? So they get caught. Lori Petty's um, doing watch one night. They run up in there. They kill her boyfriend. They kill um, all her people. They leave one younger girl alive, right? They kidnap her. And they take Lori Petty, Tank Girl, to their facility. Um, they're trying to tell them, like, no, we, this is us, right? We control the water. You're going to be our slave. You're going to work for us. She takes a dry conditioner shower. And I don't know how it really works because uh, there's limited water in there. They're, they're torturing the little girl. Um, then she escapes with Naomi Watts, who's part of, like, their military arm. She can fly ships and build tanks and repair all their war equipment apparently yep. and so they they dip out of there thanks to naomi watts and malcolm mcdowell is the main bad villain guy in this he gets his arm chopped off um there's a bunch of kangaroo <laughs> so many things military happening. people they get they go the to Rippas. some random yeah the rippers uh ice tea is one of them they go to some random <laughs> venue where it's like a speakeasy strip club yep. that some woman's running who tries to pimp out the 10 year old girl mm-hmm. and then oh and then <laughs> losing it and then Did they, they team up with the, the two team, team up with with the kangaroo kangaroos. people they have to do a job to prove themselves to the ruse <laughs> the man ruse and they do and it's some some guys in a coffin that created them and they're howling because they're so upset and when they howl they all hold arms and create a half circle and then, <laughs> the synopsis is chaos because this film is complete chaos and then, and then they go to the bed where the bad guy Malcolm in his lair and they have the final battle and one of their head guys gets killed and they all go around his body again in a half circle and hold arms and howl <laughs> and then they go kill all the bad guys um, there's some oh kangaroo uh, women messing around there's some sex between those two species <laughs> uh, there's some torture scenes and you know they save the day they save it I think I'm pretty <laughs> sure because the de- they, they <laughs> kill the guy that's running the water and power and hopefully they and also liberate he, he had a he had a hologram head hologram you forgot head that. Yeah, <laughs> that the magical Asian <laughs> cut his head off and replaced it which oh is, my god which his head was pretty much fine his head was completely like, fine probably burned burned a little bit he's yeah. like let me give you a hologram man real and, quick and the way malcolm <laughs> treats his employees he kills them with these like um like a water bottle attached to like a uh, stabber yeah, like sucking three prongs sucks the water out of them turns the blood yeah to the water out of their body okay and i actually drinks it yeah i have a problem with that i don't I mean I'm, that's not, I don't have a lot of the parts <laughs> But real quick, how many liters of water is in a human? It's more than that little uh, water bottle. I'll have to Google it yeah, later. But like, it just fills up like a little Dasani-shaped yeah. water bottle. It's like, nah, mate. That, that like goes. a quarter water. And she becomes like... Yeah, like the guy's bones. Like a corpse, like a, like a, like a shrink, shriveled corpse. <laughs> and then he drinks them. 
There was a lot. Um, this movie, yeah. So <laughs> the way sometimes I choose movies for the podcast is I'll get into like a vibe. Like, you know, we go through like a 2000 run or whatever. We don't really have like a running list of films to do. We kind of just free ball it. And like, mm. obviously when we have guests, we let them kind of choose. So the true way I found this movie was I typed in movies 90 minutes or less. <laughs> and this is one of the options. Are we sure this was less than 90 minutes? Well, it was like a round. I, I, I think I typed like around okay. 90 minutes. Okay. Because I think it was an hour and 33. Yeah, it, so it, was felt, like, it, felt, it felt longer. Yeah. <laughs> because that was a lot happening. <laughs> but um, it's funny because this week I was telling someone that this was the next film we were doing and they're like oh my god that film's so amazing you love it I'm like I don't I'm gonna have to do a friend query because I feel like no one I know knows about this movie yeah this is a very first time hearing this but then I look at yeah. the cast and I'm like oh nice yeah let's you know, throw yeah Lori let's Petty she's mm-hmm. a lead in mm-hmm. um, Point Break which we did she was Orange is New Black um, I think was it Station 11 no um, but like Ice Tea. um you know, just a, a lot of Naomi Watts, who's I, I kind of saw this was her first major production. Yeah. And she was kind of hiding behind Lori Petty. So her and Rachel Talale, like, got her out of her shell, kind of. Oh, that's and awesome. it kind of showed for me. Yeah. As like the I was movie saying, while we were watching it, I was like, for me, like, a lot, like, a saving grace is watching her. Oh, for sure. Right. She really, she really took it there. Yeah, this this film. Uh, let's, I don't even know where to begin because I feel like you try. Yeah, the synopsis like it was chaos because this movie's chaos, but there's so much to impact. I think for me, it definitely felt like if Mad Max had a baby with uh, I don't know, like a Harley Quinn movie because mm-hmm. we were saying that like some of the main characters' attributes and like quirks very much felt like. Margot Robbie's interpretation of Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And then we Googled it and found out that her company has recently acquired the rights to this. So it's like... So I wonder yeah. if uh, Margot used some of Lori Petty's, you know, like essence for Tank Girl Maybe. in building her character. Maybe. For- yeah, there was a lot of similarities for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is it's a chaotic movie. If I was trying to like distill it down to a sentence, I'd be like, this is a revenge film set in like the post-apocalyptic world with Marsha or a, like some kind of creatures. The The deformed kangaroos is special. So you don't really meet them until the film's really underway, right? Like more than halfway through. Mm-hmm. So basically in this world, which is this post-apocalyptic 2033, which is in 11 years, um, there's no water yet. It's all sand and da, da, da. And there's these rippers, quote unquote, this like these creatures that nobody knows what they look like because mm-hmm. they don't see them and they keep like killing people. And anyway, yeah, it turns out they're actually just like <laughs> they're, hybrids. They're, yeah, they're a hybrid that the military made for a, for war. a war. And then and they don't say what, what kind of war it was or what it was about. And then once the war was over, their creator was supposed to kill them, but he liked them. So, so he left did. them. So he left them. I... I have so many questions because who decided that you need man kangaroos as the ultimate <laughs> for the weapon? warriors? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, do you want to think of like what other animals would be better? But I think there's got to be okay, have Ninja you seen Turtles, Island of Dr. Moreau. No, well, you should watch that. Yeah, it's like Val Kilmer. Okay, um, and oh my god, it's uh. It's bizarre. So same. Is it the same kind of premise? So this guy, the you know, the doctor has this island, and he just creates all his children, and they're all mm-hmm. like half human, half leopard, zebra, you know, 
it's it's pretty so then having watched that film which one's the strongest which one should they have made for the war in uh tanko well it was kind of interesting because there was a class divide between the animals some were like working in the fields and some had a little more like animal instincts to them and then he had some in his house that he tried to dress up in suits oh and yeah it's a it's a bizarre movie. Okay, but like if there was a war in 2033, which I, animal I would you choose? I don't think there was half kangaroos on the island of Dr. Moreau, so that should tell you something. Okay, right so they were probably the but strongest. Like, like, che- like I think like this, there's a cheetah one sure. who was pretty powerful and strong yep, and yep. fast, right? Um, but I think like a rhino. Yeah, I was going to say elephant. Elephant, something with a Rhino would be skin. good. Hippo, they kill more people Hippo, than yeah. alligator. No. And I think I would do, I would want multiple because you'd have like your division. So if you wanted like a big bruisers, you do the bigger mm-hmm. rhinos, hippos, things of that nature. And then you'd want your speed. So mm, like a cheetah, cheetah panther. Could stealth. have a hawk for overhead, hawk, yeah. you know, snipers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now we're getting really into it. <laughs> yeah. We're really Building buying into this army. premise. Yeah. They're okay. The kangaroos were a little creepy to the women, but then everybody in the film was creepy to the women. There was a lot of rape jokes and rape insinuation. A lot of touching and very inappropriate touching. And then, of course, yes. So Mel, I think it is the little girl, she gets captured and is put to work in the laundry room of this brothel called the Silver lining silver pool silver lining something, would, something. <laughs> and it was not the silver lining no, of the movie no um but anyway so and then like some creepy guys like i want the schoolgirl experience and they're like get Which the 10 year old yeah yeah. That wasn't Iggy Pop, mm-hmm. was it? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, he did not look good. Yeah. His name was Ratface. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, but yeah, so it's super like inappropriate, and yeah. like, and then like, there's one part where Naomi Watts gets like humped by the creepy kangaroo, and then after a beat, you see her smiling. She's like, actually, I'm kind of I'm into digging it. it. So MGM insisted on cutting a scene um, <laughs> because the kangaroo boyfriend Booga reclining after sex yes. um, like showing them and they spent $5,000 on a prosthetic penis for Booga uh, they cut that oh so they probably my did go. god <laughs> <laughs> are you telling me there was a prosthetic penis. kangaroo man penis and yes. we didn't get to see it didn't get to see it I wonder if an, a version exists out there because someone probably kept that from set no I mean like a version of the film I like oh, I need to yeah. see this well yeah it got it got cut. So, okay. So, with that, the creators of the comic, they didn't like working on the film. They caught it. Uh, it was a bit of a sore point. The script was lousy. We kept rewriting it and putting in Grange Hill jokes. I don't know who that is. Or Benny Hill jokes. And and they obviously weren't getting it. They forgot to film about 10 major scenes. So, we had to animate them. It was a horrible experience. Oh, so, there was a lot of because there was a lot of animation. Scenes. I kind of felt like those scenes were, yeah, like kind of telling us where the story was going the mm-hmm. gen- I thought it was a callback to the cartoon or to the comic yeah. I liked it yeah some were kind of out of place I felt yeah. like though it was some were random so uh, uh, well I just kind of felt like it was skipping us through the comic book but if mm-hmm. it was 10 major scenes that they forgot to shoot that also <laughs> makes a lot of sense to be fair just animate them and throw them in because yeah. Yeah. there were a lot of like costume changes and hair yeah. changes 18 she had 18 18 um, costumes and they never explained them no. And they never explained how they got clean clothes in the desert nope. with water being a premium. And every single pair of shoes they had, and they always had different hairstyles. Nothing the, was wrinkled. The ladies had perfect makeup. The lipstick was on point. Her eyeliner was on point. So many questions. Yeah. This movie, 
I think we're both a little bit speechless <laughs> about it. It's um, it definitely. I was saying as we were watching it, I was like, it definitely reminded me a bit of Fifth Element, which is interesting because then they mentioned in this article I found that like it was kind of before the Fifth Element and yeah, you know a lot of Fifth borrowing Element came out like two years after. Yeah, and it it also reminds me of like those Terry Gilliam '90s films is what I was telling you, and, and you haven't seen any of his movies, but there's a movie called Brazil that's like very like creepy post-apocalyptic, and it just gives me the same feeling of kind of like ill. Like the colors in these movies are just kind of off, or like something's mm-hmm. off about the way they shoot them. This is one of the notes I made, and I, I wanted to talk to you about it. Yeah. So we we were discussing a little bit like. All future worlds in most cinema are like, we fucked it up. Yeah. Like, it got to this place. Can you remember a film that you've seen that, holy shit, fast forward. Oh. It's Utopia. It's Utopia. <laughs> I remember the movie called Demolition Man. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, on the surface, it looks nice and clean and there's the only restaurant is a Taco Bell uh-huh. so good for them to get getting that uh, <laughs> you know get that marketing <laughs> yeah there. good job and it stars like uh, I still I haven't seen this movie I, yeah, know, yeah. I know I have so many gaps Wesley in my film Snipes knowledge yeah and, uh, I've heard of it a million yeah. times yeah but um, I should watch it this weekend there's still like a classified because there's a bunch of people living underground mm. in shit conditions mm-hmm. but so can you re- Remember no, a movie where it's there's like, none. Oh, it's the all t- well. Twenty one to thirty eight. Look at how I'm like great the Earth is because we turned things around. And <laughs> I'm like Minority Report. That was kind of bad. Yeah, um, but that was kind of yeah. Yeah, like no, I, and- I think yeah. Every movie, even if it is kind of well, first of all, it's not a good movie if everything's like Utopia, right? Because then it's boring. So you always yeah, need conflict. Could, but like the no, world, you don't think you could come up with something interesting that's like it's. The world's nice, but people are still. I mean, dark. I guess you could have like a crime that takes place in this future yeah. world, but I think mostly because sci-fi. You know, we talk about this at my day job. Like a lot of messages that come through film, it's kind of it's called hiding the medicine. Mm-hmm. So, like, you look at a film like this, and there is an element of like, hey, you know, watch out for climate change. Or even though it's it doesn't seem like it on the surface, it's yeah. kind of like talking about corporations taking all the resources. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things hidden inside this so i feel like sci-fi in general they're usually trying to make a comment about like how fucked up society is or environment yes, but yeah to what i what i'm getting to is is it like what is it like self-perpetuating so mm. if we started making movies like oh look how well we did <laughs> in the future because we did this right and then people positive are like, you know reinforcement yeah exactly. you know what i won't use plastic anymore up to this point we're still fucking you're like okay let's try, the, let's try let's the try carrot. the carrot let's way. try the carrot yeah, yeah. no more of the stick <laughs> um i I don't know, man. I think people are just, I think if you made a film like that, people would be like, that's bullshit. Because we all know humans and we know how terrible we are. Yeah, yeah. So, but it would be a shock. I mean, to people think Harry Potter is watching yeah. that movie. Yeah. You know, they're like, wait, oh shit, we, wow. turn, we turned it around. <laughs> We're still on Earth in this movie? It's just a bunch <laughs> of scientists years. in Antarctica like sticking ice into the wall. <laughs> See what could happen? <laughs> just there yeah. with some ice trays, cracking them, throwing them and in. And then some yeah. animal hybrid mm-hmm. starts killing people in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. See, well, there there's you go. your movie. Yeah, polar yeah. bear. Man. See, that would be a good one. I would want to be that. A half polar bear, a half, half polar man. Bear I'd be tough. so yeah. strong and tall yeah not this movie though you'd be hot this movie in this movie i'd be fucking (laughs) chicks oh my god it was a lot of inappropriate touching and a lot of inappropriate comments and interspersed with this movie is completely cuckoo bananas they go to this strip club and she's like 
the, like the evil madame who was going to pimp out this 10 year old. Mm-hmm. She's like, sing or I'll cut your hair. And she like, cuts off the tiniest little snip of hair. And then she's like, no, please. And she cuts off another part. And then she's like, sing whatever, <laughs> Nat King Cole or whatever yeah. the song was. And she sings it. And then everybody joins in. She's holding this woman hostage by her haircuts. I didn't and, know every everybody at this high school is a professional dancer. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and then the girls start doing a choreographed dance. It's And like just the whole time being... David were looking at each other like, like what the fuck? fuck is happening? And then that wasn't the only musical number, was it, David? They also had an Ice Tea song. Ice Tea song as it was so she's wrong. Parachuting, yeah. parasailing at the time yeah. on the tank, just lighting people up. She gets shot at probably more than I've ever seen in any action movie of a hero getting shot and at. And she never gets hit. Never even grazed. Mm-mm. And she's just turning left, right, hitting complete accuracy. She kills a guy with a bow that you mentioned. <laughs> bow and arrow. Like this guy's like using a machine, a gun. machine yeah. gun and she's like one arrow on a moving <laughs> tank. Gets him right in the shoulder. So I just feel like... the ta- Well, we haven't even yeah. talked about the tank as well. So the tank, the way, the reason she's called Tank Girl, and if you pause on Amazon, I love it. It tells you like the actor's name and then the character's name with the picture. And I saw that um, Naomi Watts' character was Jet Girl because she mm-hmm. like fixes the jet. Like, and Tank Girl is Tank Girl. She doesn't start off with a tank. She literally, after she escapes from this place, like she steals a tank. Yeah. And that's that's the name of the movie. What's, what is her name before that? I think maybe one of the important scenes that they forgot to Rebecca. shoot, if I'm guessing, is Naomi Watts gets hit in the head with the, the tank like, yeah. arm or whatever, the cannon, because... She, She's uh, Lori Petty doesn't it. know how to work yeah. the tank. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to a um, cutaway, like an animated cutaway. And then all of a sudden uh, she can operate the tank. But then they don't, they never really show her, unless I look down to, to write some notes, make it automated. Because then the tank No, and then the tank's alive. The tank yeah. is like a Herbie. That was, yeah. but that yeah, was also at the story. end. In the last five minutes, we figured that out. And I was like, wait, David, is this tank a Herbie? Yeah. Because it was she's like you got no more bullets and the tank like shakes its head yeah like with the, <laughs> the lights fuck? and then she's like alright and then she goes this and movie, starts throwing man. beers into it randomly that's, that's what they use for bullets shoot at yeah okay. yeah I, yeah, there's just a lot. Like, there's a lot. Random, and the costumes. I feel like if I watched this movie three more times, I would notice something in every scene because the sets are so elaborate. Mm-hmm. There's like so much detail and she's like doing all these things. And the way they edited it too, like there were moments where it felt like a music video or yeah. like um, very, yeah, just very cartoonish. Yeah, it was. And that's kind of why I feel like I never got the sense like it knew what it was trying to mm. be uh, this so like with elaborate designs it was a 25 million dollar budget wow only made six back <sighs> not so great. not good <laughs> so like some of those were super detailed some of those sets yeah. they were on i haven't thought about it though like at one set they were there for like maybe 30 seconds and mm. it, it was such a detailed set so mm. they're like i was thinking about how expensive iced tea would have been in the 90s, in the 90s to be in the film yeah. Also, those costumes, those kangaroo costumes were very elaborate. I think it was about four hours per (sighs) in the chair for them to get that on. And well, also the ears were like animatronic. They were Mm -hmm. like moving very expressively, which was crazy. And I think they lacked a little bit on some of the CGI and um, the (laughs) the editing because we started seeing a lot of cables. Yeah, a lot. Also, though, we are watching it in high definition and I'm sure this was shot. Okay. Not, but maybe still. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did, I was looking at the goofs because I love to go to the goofs on IMDb and um, 
you could see the bad guy's real arm through the thing apparently pretty oh, easily. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found, I found in, in the, you know, like trivia on IMDb, I found some cute things. So Malcolm McDowell, who played the bad guy, he really enjoyed, he has spoken very favorably of working on the film and that he really enjoyed working with Rachel, the, the director and, and Laurie Petty. Um, and obviously, you know, him from Clockwork Orange. So he kind of likened the films, which is mm-hmm. pretty high honor because that film is notoriously like, a classic but yeah it seems like um everyone <laughs> just had a good time ice t said on an interview on a hip-hop show the the host was trying to make fun of him and he was like i was paid eight hundred thousand dollars for that movie 800k <laughs> yeah good for him that's a lot of money in the 90s mm-hmm. it's a lot of money yeah. now and not exactly for yeah role um courtney lovers offered the role of <gasps> oh my god of, how uh, crazy the script was Cobain. oh oh shit yeah. that's terrible yeah. why am i laughing that's sad because <laughs> well, you're laughing at something yeah funny. i know but that's but fucked I, up I didn't drop the ball yet yeah. oh no so, um actually so it says she eventually came back and worked as the film's music supervisor oh wow yeah jeez so, uh this yeah um, Steven Spielberg was asked to produce a film but declined because he felt it was not hip enough for him. Well. Yeah. Too hip for Spielberg. This movie was something. Um, I saw that Naomi Watts auditioned nine times for this film, so she really wanted it. Yeah. I think she's great in it. I think, honestly, she's a highlight for me. Yeah. She was the best acting. Like, I got, I got sucked into it when she was on on camera yeah right? oh yeah she's great yeah. yeah i was just reading more trivia that rachel the director pitched it to amblin and columbia and they both turned it down but then she turned down an offer from disney as she did not believe the studio would allow the levels of violence and sexual references that she wanted to put in like that <laughs> so uh was it b jork or bjork bjork yeah the uh the singer yeah it was offered the role role of sub girl she originally accepted sub girl yeah i guess there's, there's a gonna be a submarine and they're like yeah. no nah, we couldn't get bjork uh, so we're gonna cut the whole fucking character <laughs> goodbye uh, her character scenes were rewritten and the role was given to ann cusack so oh that was ann yeah. oh okay so but maybe so maybe they call her sub girl maybe she's subterranean girl <laughs> But I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a submarine. Girl. <laughs> That's funny because we uh, we both yeah, rec- sub girl. We recognized her and we were trying to figure out who. And then you found out she was in the boys, which we both recently mm-hmm. watched. And then I was like, which one is she? And then yeah, she's yeah. mom. Um, and then I was like, is she related to the Cusacks? Because she has that name. Yeah. So, so she must be. Might be legacy over there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really funny. They were like, nah. Bjork said no, so we're just gonna cut this whole part of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Like I wonder if there was a whole sub that was uh, <laughs> how would that work in the in the sand? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a sandworm from Dune. <laughs> but this movie's fucking nuts. I swear <laughs> to God, I don't even know what to talk about. I mean, I can turn to like obviously we talked about like the molesting and the rapey jokes, and then let's talk about I, the glaring obvious. Yeah, there are no black people yeah, here. That's what I was <laughs> there are no yeah. black people in the desert. There was one in the house. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they had a line. It was just like a over the shoulder. <laughs> What's up? As she walked in the door. <laughs> I mean, Ice T's black, but he's a kangaroo in this yeah, whole he's thing. Kangaroo. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Reg E. Reg E. Yeah. Um, 
But no. there's one. There was one girl in the laundry with the little girl that looked oh, like she yeah. was Indian or something. And you saw the back of her head. And she looked profile. for a second too. <laughs> and there was maybe a couple of dancers. Looked like they were yep. some mm-hmm. melanin. They're in the background. But so it's 2033. It's 11 years from now. What happened to you guys? Honestly, <laughs> it's it's interesting too because I've, I feel like we would be better. Yes. In these kind of climates. Yes. But um, also, well, it's outback Australia. Maybe it's a commentary oh, on how racist okay. Australia is. Which it could be. Yeah. Could no. Be. But it's 2033. You'd think in their mind, probably all the continents had already merged together. Yeah. You know, it's like a reverse yeah. PNG kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. Because all the water dried up. Yeah. Uh, oh right, you could just walk across the ocean. Yeah, Claw. yeah. easy. Take a minute, but easy. Um, but See it was interesting really because good. the water and power conglomerate it was all white males yeah. running things. But then you had the the woman who was running like the the bar speakeasy thing. She's also white, and she's a she's white and pimping a ten year old. So that wasn't a good. They look. did. Oh, we totally forgot about the magical Asian guy. Oh yeah, man. Yep. You yeah. know the, the special surgeon. medicine man mm-hmm. cuts off his head and puts a. It's a hologram. And he killed Even his, though the head was fine. And he killed his other doctor. One yeah. guy walks in, says he's a specialist. Can you give <laughs> him a metal arm? arm? And he kills his other doctor. She's like, I can't do anything. I'll just make you comfortable. And he's like, no, I go with metal arm, man. <laughs> I choose that. I'm going to take this, um, what, like three ounces of water out of your body. Yeah. Now. You're going to die. <laughs> the like, sip. Yeah. I never got that as uh, for villains. Like, if you got to make one example of somebody that's really fucking up, yeah, I get it kill that person or their snitch you know working with the other with the but not the doctor opposition but i'm just saying like a random henchman or your doctor yeah. people in your organization that might not be suited for a promotion but they're still yeah moving the needle a little bit well not in this world because what is such a premium <laughs> oh they yes. kill her pet fucking cow in the beginning because yeah. they're like no pets there's no water and they don't mention that at all okay her PTSD her boyfriend gets killed and yeah. we never address that and they get they put her in a tube and that's when she, that's the only time like she freaks out about it I just thought it came on pretty quick the PTSD and she was just like, her eyes were changing colors yeah at one point mentioned at one point her eye was green and one one, one was, was green blue. and one was blue and then when she was cold they were ice blue and like almost white like white walkers and then at the end they were like forest green Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, there's probably something with the comments. It's probably, yeah. Yeah. Something that you or I would not know. I just, if I read all the comics, I'm wondering people that have read all the comics, if they enjoyed this. No, I saw in the independent article that I was reading that it alienated both people that loved the comics (laughs) and people who didn't know what the fuck was going on. So. And that's like the identity crisis, right? So go what, like go all in one way. I would go more towards probably the comics. I don't know. Did you watch Cowboy Bebop, the new one? Mm-hmm. I did. I, I started watching it. Are you also a fan of the comics, the the graphic no, novels? Never had anything. And what do you think of the show? I like the show. Really? On Netflix, right? Yeah, it got yeah. like not great reviews, and the the diehard fans were like not into it. And okay. then I don't know. I thought it was cool. I I hung I hung in. Nice. Yeah. I just think that sometimes you know, like when you talk about the diehard fans, like for example, I hate to admit it, but I am a diehard Harry Potter book fan. Fucking nerd. Yeah, fucking nerd. And also J.K. Rowling's a turf, so we oh, hate yeah, that. But I still love the books and I'm trying to grapple with the whole like hate the artist, love the material, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Um and the movies are obviously very different, not amazing. I mean, amazing in their own way. But like I remember watching the first movie as a kid and being so obsessed with that book. And then, you know, it was the first time in my kid brain that I had sort of seen an adaptation, hated the film. 
okay. right? I hated the film. Was so disappointed of the things that they took out. Mm-hmm. But now as an adult, I think, and also someone who works in the industry, it's like, I can appreciate the books as one thing. And then the movie is one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this, I think that, that references were so obscure that like, I mean, I, maybe not, maybe tank girl had a huge following and that's why they were so disappointed by the film. Yeah. But I, I think the film should have made its own way through without. Yeah. I, I think it fell into the problem of like trying to do too much. Yeah. Or trying to do both. Yeah. Instead trying to do both. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. One yeah. And going. Cause they could have made this a good film, but it would have been, if the comic is exactly like this, it yeah. would have been very different. So, I think we've talked about this before. So like your experience with Harry Potter books, like your imagination mm-hmm. and your mind can paint those pictures yeah. visually in your head. Right. And like you said, the book, you, the writer can give a lot more detail. Uh, graphic novel, mm. right? Or it's comic. already giving you the. It's giving yeah. you. A little, so I wonder if that experience is a little bit different than Maybe. reading Harry Potter and then going to see the movie because you're getting the the visuals too with the comic book and then going yeah. to see the movie. No, you're right. It's probably something to do with that for mm-hmm. sure. I do think. I mean, I would have to go track down the the graphic novel. I'm so curious to see if I can like buy it on Amazon or something. I th- yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Available. Yeah, the trilogies, yeah. I'm very curious like stylized why because style stylistically wise if that's the way to say mm-hmm. it. Um it definitely felt very particular the filmmaking, the framing, like you know, it was interesting. So I'm curious to see if that's kind of how they do the graphic novel because from the snippets that we saw kind of piecing the film together, it seemed pretty close but like you know obviously the graphic novel has more freedom and fluidity to do like crazy things like a kaboom yeah i think i wish they would have done yeah. that though here yeah because i wish they would have taken like all right so this important scene's coming up we can't shoot it right do that okay like page by page like um you know box by box in a comic book yeah to move it along and even add dialogue in like some yeah. little boxes yeah. because some of these cutaways i had no idea what yeah the fuck it was, was no on. no she reference was like, she's grinding on a tank or you know shooting at something uh, naomi watts is knocked out and then you're just in a random another yeah. spot yeah in the movie yeah, there's no random. fluidity to me, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, um, what did you think of the the bad guy? He was the ultimate bad guy. He had a lair yeah. with like. <laughs> I laughed about that. I said, I we were watching the film. I said to David, I go, I was like, why does every bad guy have the most uncomfortable office? Like the chairs are like made of glass, yeah. and like he's got a table, and it's got all like gold bars on it. It's. I feel like they take. What's the farthest thing yeah. from like a hero? Uh, someone's living room. Or someone, exactly. Or somebody <laughs> that would be comfortable and normal and go that route. Yeah. yeah there's like precious metals yeah. on his He like desk. walked through a waterfall that stopped when he walked through it. Like why? <laughs> Just because. Yeah. You know, and, he's, and he's got a squirt gun. Yeah. And the other weird part to me, he pulled out that knife his hand and he's threatening his his henchman that yeah. he's about to kill and he drops it out of out of frame and then he pulls the fucking water thing yeah, out to, no man like yeah. what what it's just like it he was such a typical bad guy when we met him he was like at, you know there's like all these people around a board t- room table like cheersing and mm-hmm. and then he like <laughs> to prove he's like angry and to make his point he like smashes these very elaborate like glass maps behind him i just like hate when bad guys are like (laughs) doing shit like that i'm like couldn't you have just 
yeah. like slammed your fist on the table. Yeah. You don't have to smash everything. I mean, it seems really hard to get things in this post-apocalyptic future. <laughs> I don't know when you're going to get this handcrafted window back. Have you ever seen, um, I don't have specifics on this, but like somebody will break down the cost of all the destruction in a movie. <laughs> no. You know what I'm talking I'm about? So, yeah. I want to check this out like, though. Like find a movie and like someone will break down, like someone who does that for a living. Like this is what it would cost. <laughs> to replace To replace it. everything for that city to rebuild, to do this. Oh my God, know? the Avengers, how they like break through yeah. all those buildings. Like, Holy well, shit. <laughs> like between all the city services and yeah. um, police cars that are destroyed and medical oh my bills. Like. That's so great. <laughs> yeah, but this guy, uh, Malcolm, he's such a good actor. Fuck, I love Love him, and I just think he does such a good bad guy. Yeah, he's, he's got solid. such an expressive face. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I loved how he leaned into every stereotype. Like even at the end when he captures um our lead character's like friend, the little girl, he like puts her in the tube, and he's like puts this really slow dripping hose, and he's like, "That's good. I'm just like shoot her, like just talks, shoot her." He talks over it yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he tells the whole plan. And the funny thing is, like, the oh tube's not even that big. Like, no. it gets smaller as you go down. All she would have to do is like tilt each side, up. yeah, to let the water pass because it wasn't. It was drip, like you said, it was dripping. No, and she's fine. Or like inch a little, like a half foot yeah. up, and she's Keeps got the room for the water to yeah. just keep passing. <laughs> she like just comes out the end of the pipe. He's like, oh. Uh, uh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this movie yeah. was so silly. But I've, I've, I'm glad we did this. No, I'm this glad movie we did exists, it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it exists. And like you said, Margot Robbie bought the. I'm so curious to see what happens. This. Yeah, I, I'm. I would see. I would. It would be interesting to see this as a TV show. Yeah, like a very stylized kind of the boys. You mm-hmm. know, I'm just wondering anti-hero. if she would play the character. Is would play the character because it was so like. This is Harley Quinn watching yeah. Tank Girl. What did so the Independents say? They said it was uh, someone who looks like Gwen Stavi and Stefani that sounded like Tommy, Tommy Pickles. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> that was Laurie Petty as this character. Oh so my God. stupid. Oh my God. Um, well, okay. And so I do, I will say this film, you know, again, with the medicine hidden inside, like it's definitely a commentary on, you know, climate change and, um, it's just so crazy that we have so many like Mad Max ex, ex Mad Max Max esque yeah. things where like the power companies are the people with the water, like people in charge, and it's it's worrying not to bring the total mood down, but you know to see people buying up land with water reserves mm-hmm. on them, like people hoarding water, mm-hmm. um, companies you know making that privatized. I just I worry about a future in which. You know, water doesn't come out of the tap. You and have like, to like, yeah. yeah. And our, we're not really ration it. Putting enough money probably into like desalination mm-hmm. in some places. I mean, it's microplastics in the water as well. Is like, yeah. 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 So or, I hope it's, that it's we. It's not one thing, right? I know. It's, it's, but it's also interesting too. Like, you know, we've had such a rise in how um, culture with like non dairy milks and knowing how much it takes, how much water it takes to like water almonds, almonds yeah. you know, and how that's such a suck. And the issue, like, in unless this changed in the past few years, the issue in like Northern California with some of those almond farms is that on the books, if it's like you don't use it, you lose it. Oh, so they so just like, take it. Yeah, if you only drink half your water bottle, that next year you're only allotted yeah, half your water bottle. Yeah. So they'll just dump water, whatever, and it's just so like so crazy. Stupid book to have, or uh, you know, make we will give you as a state 
more yeah. um, tax relief if you make your process more efficient yeah. so that we can put water to other places. Yeah. Like that yeah. would be yeah. something yeah. Yeah. that would be smart to have on the books. Yeah. Not just, oh shit, like you didn't use I 100%, think, you're only getting 98%. I think year. water is something we all have to think about. Obviously, like every single living thing uses it. Mm-hmm. And I think we all need to be conscious of it. You know, for example, cotton is a very thirsty plant. Like, do we really need cotton clothing you know what i mean yeah. not that i want to be wearing like all these synthetic things but like but recycling yeah current yeah. cotton clothing oh exactly yeah. i have a bunch of shoes to get rid of and i've been so stressed about like i don't want to just throw them out like yeah. there's nothing wrong with them i've just like you know i was asking your opinion on sports mm-hmm. shoes like i just need new ones and I found out that um, some donation places will take them and like mash them up and turn them into like other shoes or into insulation, yeah. which makes me feel better because I'm yeah, like, I don't want to. Nike's doing yeah. that where I saw that they're starting to get more and more like the percentage of the shoe. Is yeah. Recycled. You can just drop off any shoe at any Nike location. I believe we are not sponsored by Nike, but we no. would be. We would. We you like your shoes. Oh, my God. We'll take that. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, but yeah. So this film, major takeaways. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, no black people. Uh, you can have sex with animals. Oh my god, I totally forgot White this. Men button. are still running the White world. So, yeah, and uh, everybody wants to just suck up resources. Okay, sorry, I've got this. I caught it. I don't think you caught it. The one character that Tank Girl fucks. He's like everybody was like talking about what they used to do before. Like remember, like one guy's like Ice T. I think he's like I was a policeman. Yeah. And then this one that she fucks, he's like, I was a dog, but I was such a good boy that they promoted me to human. And then he became a half kangaroo. And then that's the one she fucks. So is that double bestiality? I think it is. I think so. Because I can kind of wrap my head around the fact that she had sex with the guy that used to be a man. Yeah. But is now a kangaroo. And also, what is that dick doing? What's going on with that dick? You didn't get to see it. They cut it. I'm going to have to Google what a kangaroo dick <laughs> looks like. But I know I do not want to know what that is intimately. Not in the way she did. Or does he have a penis like a man? Yeah. Yeah. These and if she questions. gets pregnant with his child, what does that child is look like? Quarter, it's a quarter. It's a quarter king. It's a quarter king. <laughs> it's a quarter king. <laughs> my granddaddy was a king. <laughs> see what happened is my granddaddy was a king. So my daddy was half king. <laughs> I just got hairy calves. Yeah. <laughs> and then she like her son falls in love with the daughter of the other cr- creepy couple, and yeah. you know, then we're just oh. we're all over the place. All so. right. Well, yes. Yeah, so that no black people bestiality and. Um, uh, pedophilia pedophilia and just like just gross sexual assault yeah i think i covered all the major yeah it was it was a lot it was like just thrown at and it was so casual oh everybody was groping her in the very beginning she gets captured and the guy's like let's keep her we can have a lot of fun with her and then she gets knocked unconscious and she wakes up on the plane um that happens to her a couple times where she like wakes up just now no she goes do you want an oil change and then the other guy's like don't do it she's gonna chomp it off Mm. and he puts like a gun to her head and then she like i feel teeth you're gonna feel that knocks him out yeah and like some of the guys like weren't as rapey but they weren't like stopping their friends from being rapey jesus it was it was systemic it was throughout and then naomi what are you doing girl she like gets involved with the guy that was molesting her and humping her like yeah yeah, don't do it if you're i mean you know we shouldn't focus on kangaroo color but (laughs) like if if that's your best option you know what i mean in this there were still human men on the planet that weren't in the army true because yeah maybe maybe most of them were dead though like all uh laurie's friends were killed so uh, would 
if the option was be alone or be with a half kangaroo creature, what are you going to choose? Listen, man, you know, <laughs> if if we got a good thing going and, you know, we have the same <laughs> same hobbies. I don't know. We could go for nice walks and things like that. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be... I, I'm not gonna really shut it down, you know. And what if she's a great person? Yeah, or a great half Kang. Yeah, and you know, what about you? Last, I, last option. I mean, like human race. I don't the human, know. The human race is um, gone. Survives because. Oh yeah. Of your. Well, DNA see, that's the thing. I was gonna say, maybe we Kang. could just be like platonic. You know, when we get to like snuggle, but we never take it the full way. But then the it's whole, like a best friend. But then nothing. But I'm married forward. to. Like. Yeah, but do I want to live in a world where it's just my baby has to start the new race? What's that gonna do? That's I'm also true. I'm signing them up for incest. That's I think I think I'll just it'll yeah. just die with me. Okay, uh, you know, All right. if the choice is my children have to fuck, fuck or yeah. I to, like end valid. Yeah, valid. I think I'm ending existence of sentient creatures. Something else will come. Like yeah, you know, we came after the dinosaurs. So. True. Yeah. It doesn't have to be my no, situation. No. No. As long as there's little animals running yeah. around still. Also, them. like, it's just me and the guy, and I'm having this half Kang, quarter Kang baby, and, like, I can only assume there will be pregnancy complications. That yeah. baby's going to tear through me with its kangaroo oh. legs. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't got a pouch. I don't have a pouch. How yeah. am I supposed to take I care of this kid? What's wrong with that thing? This kid's like I just better it doesn't exist. I think. Yeah. Just we'll just okay. You know. No, I get it. We'll just be friends. Me and just the half kangaroo guy. <laughs> we like we'll cuddle. Maybe yeah. like maybe shit gets weird one night. We do hand stuff. Who knows? But we're not. Okay. I think no full yeah. time. Okay. That's, I'm fucking my kangaroo. <laughs> Dude, it's like Straight I don't up. give a shit. I'm in. Yeah. She's cool and confident. She's looking at me some kind of way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. We're well, gonna thump it out. Hopefully, yeah. it never comes to that. This is a hypothetical that I hope never comes to pass. Um, yeah, this movie's fucked. Yeah. I mean, if anything gives it away, the fact that we just had a five minute discussion about if we would or would not fuck our half kangaroo potential life mates. This <laughs> movie's life this movie's fucked, and everything's a dick joke. She's like climbing up and down the tank, like, oh, this one's so yeah. big. She's like fucking sexually aroused by the torture and the guns and the yeah, everything and then the kangaroo lot. guy she fucks him so but yeah she has a boyfriend in the beginning a human boyfriend that she just doesn't ever mention again so i don't know how serious it was like <laughs> she moved on pretty quick she did mm-hmm. at first when she found that um so the little girl she like says she wants to trade her something and she has to carve i think a diana ross or no who was that betty white <laughs> They're very like the head. Yeah, yeah she wants she basically wants a carving of a woman mm-hmm. and um they find it, and when that redhead came down the stairs, I thought that the redhead was the little girl grown up. I was confused. Oh, okay. Sub girl, yeah, Bjork's yeah. character. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. I was confused. Like that much because I was like, passed. how much time? Yeah, we. But yeah, that's the thing too. Like, there's know. no concept of this movie time. It doesn't take place over a day, a week, a month, Just two years. A lot. No yeah. idea. But yeah, like she a, moved on quick. Like Kang. And there was a there was a Baywatch reference. Yep. And what else? There was. A, you said, oh, these references are also '90s. Yeah. Not Nintendo, something. Something, it was something like that. Yeah. And it was like, really, if it's like, what, 38 <laughs> years in the future? Yeah. From when it was made? Yeah. 11 years and for she, us. And she's probably not, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if, if a lot of young millennials are, um, would know like Baywatch. No, not really. Yeah. 
Um, well, this movie's insane. Um, I think we should think of somebody yeah. to thank from the cast or crew. Yeah. I can go first. Mm-hmm. I got to give a shout out to Loretta James DeMasi. She was a body makeup artist on this film, which obviously, um, alongside all the terrible fake blood and, um, you know, <laughs> the limbs getting blown up, which that wasn't, that probably wasn't my girl Loretta. It was probably someone else, but like yeah. the kangaroos were extremely impressive, but yeah, she worked on a bunch of things, traffic, fast five. Um, what else? Sister wives. That was a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a long time ago and she's on something right now. Um, but it looks like she mainly did a lot of work in the nineties. So Loretta, um, James DeMassey, we see, we you, see you and we appreciate and we you. We appreciate you. Who you got? I went with um, same department, mm, right? Because it was so it, impressive. Yes, it really it was. was. It really, yeah. Uh, Patricia Dihani, mm. and she was, yeah, she was makeup, mm-hmm. and she's worked on Vice. Mm. Interstellar, which is a Ooh, favorite of this favorite podcast. Favorite of ours. Um, a friend she, of the podcast. Friend, friend of the oh, podcast. Great yeah. friend of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Sully, don't Just look up. Film. Yeah, so she's been um, Knives Out. Oh, Knives Out is a great film. She's been doing a lot. Oh, Sharp Objects. She's been working a lot. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Patricia. We see, we see you and we appreciate you. you. Um, I did notice when we were watching, I forgot, and I just, I'm bringing it up right now, but um, one of the EPs, Aaron Warner, I used to share an office building with him nice. when I worked at one of the companies. He's a creator of Shrek, and his office was on the top floor, and it was a two-story building. We were on the bottom, and I had many conversations with him, and he is a great guy. That's awesome. And very interesting. So when I saw that he was involved with this film, I don't work in that building anymore. More, but I wish I could go and ask him all the hey. questions and be like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, can we talk about And like, what point did you come on? And at what point did you start to think that it was the type of film that it was? Or like, was everybody watching it being like, this is so good? Yeah. I'm and just, how close did they stick to the comics? The script. Yeah. And, and yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is the part where we have to decide if this movie has aged like milk. I'm so curious to hear what you say. Hit me. Okay. So... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this movie aged like a little bit of blood water, okay? <laughs> Probably not distilled like you think it should be before yeah. you drink it. And coming into it, I knew it was gonna get a little weird just mm. by the the Bo-hosta. poster. Yeah. yeah. So thinking about it, you're like, hey, blood water. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a little weird. But then I drank it, <laughs> and I was like. Where are all these fucking flavors coming from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, to me, I, it's not like a, I hate this movie, yeah. but I, I just, I'm still just, I have no clue. Process. I don't really know. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. I was thinking halfway through it, we should have got drunk for this yeah. because yeah. then it's a funny movie like mm-hmm. thanks killing and i know that i'm gonna giggle about everything <laughs> yeah, in this yeah, movie yeah. so that's how if i was to rewatch this in the future that's how i want to see it or something like this or something like yeah. this yeah, through that lens where i know it's going to be kind of absurd and i can just laugh with whoever i'm watching about yeah. it like oh my god look at this look at that so i am gonna google cult classic movies for yeah. us to watch because i feel like there's probably more on the list that for we sure. don't know yeah that are just like this but yeah. um yeah, so I, I think it did age a little poorly, <laughs> um, especially like with some of like the, the CGI yeah. and stuff. the stuff, yeah. you know, you're seeing that some of the cables yeah. people flying around a little bit. 
I don't think anybody's going to make a movie that's going to show <laughs> the creepiness of some of these characters yes. and the sexuality that's not overt for a specific reason. Like, it was just the tone of the film. Yeah. Molesting. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I just... And it was all over the place. Yeah. So... Yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. So that's how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel the same way. Like, I don't even know if I liked this movie because I'm still processing it. Like, I think I liked it. I think I liked it because it was, like, colorful and silly and funny and the acting was hilarious and... Mm the bad guy was so bad and the, you know, the creatures were such nineties creatures. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't feel great about the molesting and rape jokes constantly. I didn't feel great about the lack of representation, but there's a part of me that's like, this is like, like an insane milk that you buy in a foreign country that you're like, I'm pretty sure this is milk. And it's got like weird <laughs> illustrations on the front. And yeah. you're like, I don't know. Is it blueberry? Is it like squid flavored? Yeah. You know, you don't rose know. Hip. Yeah. Rose. What is that? Is that poison? <laughs> Am I about to poison myself? And I feel like this is like some crazy colorful milk in some crazy colorful, you know, convenience store in like some random part of the world. And you buy it and you're like, it's 50-50. It's yeah. like, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it wasn't fresh, but it wasn't rotten. So it was definitely just like whatever option C is, like yeah. the random milk that like tastes very fucked up. <laughs> have you been, have you felt this way after it, like for any podcast Not we've done? Not really, no. Because I think usually like films have a storyline and a plot <laughs> and like a well-executed like points. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I know. This was like, I mean, I guess in a way it kind of felt like a comic book. So it was kind of mm -hmm. like, ch -ch -ch -ch, you yeah. know? No, this is a unique feeling. But How same, about you? Same. Yeah. I was like watching them like, I don't know if like- We've ever done the, anything like podcast, that. Yeah. Done something like this. And also the fact that we both came into it knowing like nothing at all. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I Look, I'm very glad we watched it. I definitely think we need to be better about if we think it's going to be super fucking crazy. Yeah. Let's do some get, drinks. Get, the, get the group in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, this was a really fun one, actually. <laughs> like the 90s just keeps on giving yeah. to us yeah. fashion. It's definitely fun to talk about. This. Yeah, this yeah. is. And you know what? Fuck it. Like as people who love film, it is like I can see why it's a cult classic. Yeah, it's an experience. For yeah, us, it's an experience. Right? And that's if that's not what the movies are, then what are yeah. they? Like, uh, you know, in a year from now, we'll still probably remember yeah. Tank Girl. It's yeah. like one of the episodes. We, we were did, entertained know? from yeah. start to finish exactly. because we were also like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but still, that's entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I'm glad we did it, David, and we'll yeah. have to do some more like this. So, yes, Sweet. glad I found it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good catch. Yeah. Um, well, that's it for now, David. Everybody go follow our social. We see you. We appreciate you mm -hmm. out there. Thanks to our loyal listeners. But for now, I guess you should just go ahead and check that fridge for any fucking tank women. Make <laughs> sure those gangs are spoiled. Yeah, because <laughs> gross gangs are gross. Uh, that's our show. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. Yeah. Bye.